Welcome to the Yogi Fuel Podcast, the podcast that's all about up-leveling your health, your practice, and your consciousness. We'll be taking the ancient wisdom of yoga and Ayurveda mixed with modern science, having conscious conversations with spiritual thought leaders and alternative health professionals, and sometimes just me sharing my own experiences and knowledge to support you on your spiritual journey. I'm your host, Melissa Singh, and this is the Yogi Fuel Podcast. All right, guys, it's been a hot minute since I had a guest on my podcast, but I'm super excited to bring you this week's podcast and this week's guest. My girl, Jennifer Madrid, joined me this week. I'm super excited for this conversation because it's a conversation I haven't really had yet on this podcast, but it's something that I feel really called to and something that I've, you know, experienced in my own life, which is this idea of consciously creating your life and consciously choosing your career. So if you are someone who is feeling like this misalignment between what you're doing for your career and your dharma or like what you're here on the planet for, you're definitely going to want to listen to this episode. Jen shares her story of how she went from a pretty high level digital marketing executive in New York City to now owning and running her own business in Bali. It's like a total eat, pray, love situation. So my friend Jennifer Madrid is the creator of She Vibes High, which is a platform for female activation. Her current programs guide women to reclaim their power and be the boss in their own life. She combines her expertise in digital marketing and mindset work to help you birth your online business while actualizing a freedom-filled life. She is also an Ayurvedic practitioner and actually met Vikram in Ayurveda school in Kripalu. Um, so she shares a little bit more about how her journey with spirituality and Ayurveda led her to the realization that she wanted to be an entrepreneur, which led her to Bali, where she's been for a year. A crazy. Anyways, I had so much fun recording this with Jen. I feel like we could have talked for hours and hours about you know, consciousness and business and like following your dreams. So I'm actually really proud that we kept it to like about 40 ish minutes. So you're welcome for that. Cause this could have been a whole lot longer if we didn't, you know, rein it in. Anyways, I'm going to keep this short because I really want you to listen to the entire podcast. It's filled with such good, you know, nuggets of wisdom. And if you stay till the end, um, Jen shares with you a little bit about her upcoming program and how you can work with her if you're interested in designing the life of your dreams. So stay tuned for that. And obviously in the show notes, I've got all of the good information on how you can connect more with Jen and where you can find her and find out more information about how to work with her. Okay. I'm going to stop rambling. Let's get on with the show. Oh, I'm really excited for this conversation because I feel like it's a conversation that I haven't really yet had on the Yogi Go podcast. And it's one that I, I really want to have because I feel like it's something that I'm sort of going through as well. And I know that you're, you know, it's something that you're doing and that you're going through and that you're not helping people go through. So I'd love for you to, I mean, our whole conversation is going to be around like conscious career and sort of consciously creating and sort of like designing your life. Um, which like I said, is I know what you are going through and what you're coaching people through. So maybe just like a quick, you know, summary of who you are and what it is that you do. Yes. Yes. Awesome. So I am, um, by education and trade, I focused on marketing. So my last 15 years have been pretty much in digital marketing, working in different institutions in New York and Connecticut in the United States. And the last year I've pretty much been in Bali and I am stepping into uh, just being the entrepreneur. So being that dynamic person that 
is able to decide whatever I want to be, you know? So right now it's business coaching, it's mindset coaching. In three years, it could be an author. In four years, it could be anything I'd like it to be. So it's just that, that um, freedom of choice that I've probably always had, but stepped into it more now that I'm just like, it's okay that I change or I'm a person that has so many things to offer this world and really embracing and stepping into it is really important. And that's been part of my journey. So, yeah. Okay. I love that. And something that I've been like wanting to ask you even like pre this is like, I want you to talk me through. So like you said, you were in marketing, you were in like the corporate world and it wasn't like you were like, you were pretty up there. Like the first time we met, you were on a business trip to Toronto from like the States. You lived in New York city, you know, this like big bustling town, like you were making (laughs) it New York city. Right. And then, you know, you took this like leap from that into sort of like uncharted territory. You're like living like an eat, pray, love situation. You know, you're in Bali, you're like living your life. You're like going through your dreams. So like walk me through what it was like going from, and maybe even like what led up to this decision that was like, okay, I don't have to be in this like nine to five corporate, you know, rat race. I Mm. actually can choose my life. And like, what was that like leading up into that moment? And then what sort of like, maybe this is like a, a, a secondary question, but like what sort of, how do you take that actual step? Cause maybe some people are like, I don't want to be in my nine to five, but you did it. Like you took that leap. So walk me through like what, like the whole sort of process of how this came to be. Oh boy. Yes. Bringing back all those memories. <laughs> Absolutely. So I definitely, you know, since very young have been ambitious, um, did my undergrad, did my master's, once I hit a different a company, I stayed there for about five or six years and kind of left my mark. Um, so definitely, um, you know, I started where everyone else starts, but truth, you know, definitely had leadership potential and always managed teams. And I think in my last two jobs, um, well, my last one was a consultant position, but the pr- prior to that, I was managing a team of, I think, uh, nine in the U.S. and about ten in India. So. It was definitely my, my role there was a senior director in digital marketing. So I had ownership of all the brand, of all the digital communications for the brand. So it was definitely a lot of, you know, responsibility. And um, I think many people resonate if you've ever been in any institution. It's not just about corporate, but any institution, there's bureaucracy, there's politics. It's just the name of the game. And as you go up the chain, that increases and typically increases with stress and not for everyone, but I think for the majority, you just need to know how to handle it. And so, you know, that's pretty much my story from, from being in that, that point, but I would say it was probably, what are we in 2019? So I think it was probably seven years ago, give or take a year where I just started feeling at work that, there was more, you know, that I, I was just not so invested in the goals anymore. Like I was, but I was doing it to, for recognition, for people pleasing. Um, I was doing it more for my ego. Um, and that's okay. We all have it and to satiate. But at some point there was like a tipping point where I was like, wow, I literally spend a chunk of my life here right? Like not just in the office, in the cubicle or in the, you know, but also on the weekend, opening up my laptop, doing different things to get a week ahead. And I just felt like, 
wow, my identity, or I really resonated with the fact that who is Jennifer? Jennifer is the person who works at this company, like, you know, and that was my identity. And I think most people identify with being a certain role. And yeah, I think it was like my early thirties where I was just like, hmm, what else do I do out of this? You know? And so I just started looking for different programs. And so I, you know, I went into the world of Ayurveda. Mm -hmm. I went into the world of cooking, of finding out, you know, just questioning everything, questioning, you know, taking medicine, wanting to heal different things that would come up, whether it was like acne or anything with food, you know, and to really deep dive into the, into that world of inquiry. And as you know, and as many of us know that are probably listening, that once that begins, that there's just like a trickle effect, you know, of just so much that just, you know, hugs your heart. And, and so, yeah, for seven years, I just kept investing my money outside of work to kind of like, I want to say a balance where I felt work was here. I started investing so much around Ayurveda, yoga, um, anything spirituality, anything community-based. And then what ended up happening is just, I started feeling this inner love, right? This love of humanity. And I was just like, wow, this is, this feels really good. And in this feeling really good, like this doesn't feel the same at work. And, um, I started showing up more at work like myself, whatever that meant at that time. Mm. And whether it meant wearing more popping of colors, you know, not doing neutrals at work, um, speaking a little bit more the way I speak. And like that, I just was trying to bring down the masks. You know, we talk about juggling so many masks and different things like that. So yeah, that's really what happened to me. And I think I, I just got to a point where mm, I would have to say that people started noticing the difference, right? Mm -hmm. And so my commitment level, according to execs, was not the same as it used to be when I first got there, right? So the expectations of how much output I can put had changed. And I believe it was actually at a normal level, but because I used to always exceed that normal level, it looked like underperforming, right? And I get that as a manager. And so I got severanced out for one for my first one, which was good. Um, it was, although it was good now in hindsight, it was super traumatic for me. Right. Because you have to think that even though I was pouring into my cup, it was super traumatic because that was my identity. That was my ego. Like I felt literally shot in some, it, it took a while to work through. And I want to say I've even worked through some of that being in Bali um, but after that, I took to travel. I've always loved travel. I went to India for a little bit. I went to Thailand to pursue some vegan cooking. Mm. I, I did just all the things. And then I came back and you would think, Mel, I would have gone back. I would have like taken that as an opportunity to go back into my, um, into something new. Right. right. But fear sets in right. the reality of money sets in. Mm-hmm. And you go with you go back to what you know, and so I went back to a job, you know. And guess what? Kid you not, it's like the universe or something like that. I started recognizing that when I started getting stressed at the new job, mm-hmm. same type of ailments would come up, you know, in my body, like my neck. I suffered from carpal tunnel. I suffered from two herniated discs. There was just things that would start to develop physically that were indications of like hello, <laughs> you need to be doing something else. 
And, you know, it's so hard because when you learn about the, you know, Ayurveda and just everything we know, it just becomes like really in your face. So, um, yeah. So basically I, I spent another five years, no, actually four and a half years there, um, left that position for a consultant position in Connecticut. And again, um, I was looking, I'll be, I'll be honest, my mindset was to look for a digital marketing position in health and wellness. That was what I want to do. That was my solve. I didn't, still didn't understand entrepreneurship. I still didn't understand if I wanted to be a yoga teacher. There were so many questions in my head and I was overthinking the process. But I think it was also a limiting belief that Jennifer chose to be in corporate as a marketer, that if you move into the health and wellness space, you have to choose one career as well. Like that is what I thought. And I was like, well, if I use a yoga teacher, am I going to make enough money? Am I going to do all this? And so I I just would, you know, uh, just kill the dream before I even started, you know? Um, So getting to the point though, I, I went to Connecticut. They, they basically, I was consulting there for eight months. They tried to make me a full time and I said, no. And it was a hard decision. Actually, it was an easy decision, but I grieved the process. And I mentioned this because, when I was in the Connecticut position, I did not, I could not relate to anyone there. We would be in team meetings. Everyone had three dogs, you know, everyone had like children and like this beautiful home. And that's beautiful. I desire that one day, but at the moment that wasn't my truth. And so it's like, I couldn't talk spirituality. There was nothing really um, keeping me there. And I think I just looked at my manager and I looked at a lot of my higher ups and they seemed so stressed. They were, they were getting surgeries. They were having problems with their heart, but they were still excelling at work as much as they could. And so I really had this aha moment, like, Jen, do you really want to be in their shoes in 10 years? And the answer was like, no. So I said, I need to change what I do. And so I just took to travel. I took to what I knew best first I took quote-unquote a sabbatical. I was like, I'll come back and figure it out. And that's kind of what happened. I went to Europe. I went to Thailand. I landed in Bali for three weeks. Was my, that was my, in, my intent, was three weeks. And I just never left. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I just never left. And if you ever come to Bali or you talk to a lot of people from Bali, it's a classic story that we always ask, you know, how long have you been here? And everybody always says, I came for a month and it kind of never left or I came for a year and then went back to just handle my administrative stuff and then came back. So it's been a wild ride, but I'm super excited. It's happened in every single way. So, yeah. I mean, I love that you talked about this idea of like ego, right? And like we identify with our jobs and we identify too with like what those jobs can bring us like financially. Like I think that I see Mm. people who are attached to their jobs because it makes them X amount of money but it, and they think that that money will buy them these things that will make them happy. But really it's actually like, it's not those things that necessarily make us happy. It's like, it's our experiences, our experience of life. And so I love that you sort of shared as well. Like, I feel this was a question I was going to ask, but you actually kind of already answered it. Is that like your awareness, like your deep diving into spirituality being like such a part of this um, decision oh. to sort of you know, observe that, wow, every time I come back to this corporate job, look at these ailments that keep coming up. Like that's not a mistake, you know? And mm-hmm. like in Ayurveda, mm-hmm. I feel like we talk about this idea that actually disease comes from subtle to gross. So it's like yeah. on the soul level, your soul was like, nah, I don't want to be doing this anymore. <laughs> it was like, 
I'm going to make you feel, no, I'm going to make you feel like shit. But you know, your body was just manifesting like, no, this isn't for you. This isn't for you. This isn't for you. And then, you know, finally, and see, thank God, like you're conscious enough that you were able to like, listen to that wisdom and like make a decision. But so many people aren't. And I know that like something you said as well, like this idea of fear, like fear being this really big thing, like it did take you quite some time in order to make that step. So like, what would you say? I would say like, what is your big, what was your biggest struggle? Like what was Mm -hmm. the biggest resistance? And then like, what would your advice be to someone who's like kind of going through this right now to sort of take Mm -hmm. that, that leap? Like what was something that really helped you in terms of like making that final sort of decision to just go for it? Totally. I have to say, um, and we, when you say go for it, let me clarify to move to Bali or to leave corporate or you a little bit of a- leave corporate. Cause I feel like from what you said, like it just sort of organically, like you just kind of ended up in Bali. Like you said, you were going to stay for three weeks and it ended up being like a year. It ended up being longer. So just to go on this yeah. journey, I guess, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That was mm-hmm. outside of corporate to sort of leave behind that world and like follow. Yeah. Like what was it that sort of had you follow your truth? Like follow that calling? Like what was that? final thing where you're like, no, like I have to do this because I I keep seeing these messages. Like what was that thing that had you do that? And then like, what would you say to people who are also experiencing that fear, but don't know how to kind of take that next leap, you know? Really? Totally. Okay. So, I mean, I think if I can go back, the feelings that I felt or the point that I got in my life, as you, as you heard the story, like I did take a few years to come to it, right? So definitely be gentle with yourself. Um, It's not like I woke up every morning and I was like, this, you know, job sucks. That's not necessarily the truth. I definitely still had goals and and was being satiated by different materialistic things. But I would say that... So a few things. I think people feel like when you get either severanced out or terminated, they feel like, they equate that to their performance. And I think for anybody who's ever been through that, because it's happened to me, you really need to, I remember going to my chiropractor and he, I told him, it's like, my, you know, my job got terminated or I got severanced out. And he was like, congratulations. And I was like, congratulations. And it was like this beautiful, like smile. And I was like, wow, I, didn't even, I never saw it like that. And I think it's just changing your perspective. Like, what is this? That's in life, right? Like everything that happens that's painful, you have to think, what is this trying to teach me? Why is this happening to me? What is this trying to do to serve my path? And if you start looking from that perspective, you know that everything is being done for your favor. So I think you really need to adopt and really work on the mind in order to, to go through this, this process. But I think um, with work, I, I just it just came to a real realization that I just felt I didn't feel that I was with my tribe. I didn't feel that the values that the company had and or my peers or my direct manager was not in alignment with mine. You know, I definitely have always had number one value as freedom, hence the freedom of travel, freedom of coming into work whenever you'd like. If you want to work from home, work from home. I mean, I'm very thankful that I work in digital, so that already affords me that, that kind of freedom. But I worked in a lot of conservative financial services companies and insurance companies, so FaceTime was really important. So I was definitely not in congruency with my value. And so I think once you can identify and be clear a little bit more with what really 
means to you and you start looking at your environment. And if it doesn't really resonate with that, you start to see a shift internally happen. And it could look like suffering. It could look like crying. It could look like despair. It could look like frustration. But you have to use those um, feelings and really, you know, turn them around to being um, one to, that requires action. I think, you know, it's okay. I really believe in being in your feelings, but I am definitely a person who, like many of us, worry, overthink, or could really spiral into this mental havoc of worrying. And that's just a mask of fear. So you were asking about fear. And that's the funny and tricky thing about fear. I used to think fear is just like being afraid of something, you know, like, I don't know, diving into the ocean or something like that. But no, it's, it's so tricky when it comes to your mind that I, I keep saying that she's so bright. The fear is so bright, like procrastination, perfectionism, all of these things are elements of fear. And I just never made those connections. So I think my advice would be for people who are feeling this is take note of this, do a lot of the great practices that a lot of people speak about, whether it's writing for you, whether for you it's listening to audibles, podcasts, just keep saturating your mind with positive, you know, stories um, that will inspire you for change. I think that's really it. And don't feel like you have to do it tomorrow, but you know, um, I'm in a, I'm in a position right now. We'll probably talk about this in a few minutes. I'm in a position now where I feel acting is really important, but I will, I will always, the spiritual side of me will always respect people's journeys will respect people's time will respect, um, the capacity that I have. And just because it took me a while as well. And I think it's so important to honor that. So, Yeah. 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 It's such a practice. Like I think I'm learning so much that like, so obviously you practice yoga, Ayurveda, and I know you do the same and I'm starting to realize like all of our life is a practice, you know, nothing's ever going to come to us today. Like this whole, your whole journey has just been such a practice. That's like led you to, to this point, to everything that you're doing now, which is so amazing. Um, and so like, what are things like, so two things I want to talk about, um, how do you feel now? So now you've been in Bali for like a, a year. Has it been like a year almost? It's been a year since September. Eight? September 1st, yeah. God, it's like happy like one year and one month almost. That's crazy. You've been there for a year and a month. So like how do you feel? So like before you were in your corporate job, you're feeling misaligned. Like how do you feel now? You're in Bali. You're also like doing your own thing. You started your own business. Like yes. how do you feel now? And yes, okay, tell me how you feel now. And then yes. I'm after. <laughs> I have never felt so... I guess the best thing for me to say, I was telling someone yesterday is like, I never felt so alive. I've never felt so present in my body, present in my emotions and so much joy from the ability for me to create my life the way I want it. You know, I don't feel that in the past, even though I got promoted and you could say that was recognition I don't feel like I created that. To a certain degree, I, things were handed to me. I, society told us to go to school. Not taking away from it, it was so important for me, but it's not essential for everyone to have. And so I think society told me to go to school. I went to my master's. I then got a job. 
and I, I got referred. So I never felt like I looked for my, I looked for my job in the, in a, in a different way, right. In LinkedIn or what have you in reading job descriptions, you didn't really choose it from a feeling standpoint, from an emotion, from an impact standpoint. And there are people that do, obviously there's some people who really work at great institutions or nonprofits or just places that are doing great things in the world. So not everyone needs to feel like that, but for me, it didn't feel like that. And so having the, not only the freedom that I've created, but also just the ability to create, um, you know, the creativity in general was lacking in my life. Creativity, I wanted it in childhood. And guess what? That was teased in a few times and unfortunately taken away you know, not on purpose, whether it was financial, there was other reasons why creativity wasn't so much in my life. And I realize now as an adult is that that is so essential for all of us. That's kind of our superpower, right? And especially, I think for both males and females, but definitely for women, because women have been operating in this male environment, this this more male-dominated society, and we want to compete, we want to excel, we want to prove our worth. And so we've been working in that male-dominated energy, and we've suppressed a lot of our female energies. And creativity lives, I believe, in the, in the, free, in the flow state, right? In the female energy. And so that's been my time here in Bali, is just embracing that more. Like the first six months, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't plan to work, nor wanted to work. People would ask me here, like, what's your business idea? And I, I would feel pressured. I'd be like, nothing, man. I'm like, I'm just here. I'm just here. I'm taking it in. You know, whenever it comes to me, the idea, whenever it comes to me, I will know. And I'm going to trust. I am going to have faith. And I'm going to be guided by my intuition. So a lot of my goals here have been, people are like, why did you stay longer in Bali? I was like, I was pulled not to leave. I literally didn't feel ever ready to leave. So that means there was more to do here. There was more for me to do here. And so I, I, part of this whole journey has been really um, being friends with my intuition, you know, and just really um, being guided. And that goes back to faith. I mean, I come from a religious um, background, but I've stepped more into spirituality. But I have no issues now saying that it is faith, whether it's called belief. You know, it's just it is faith in yourself. I do believe I'm an amazing individual. I have excelled in so many things in the past and I will be guided and taken care of in the future. And so that is like, I don't know how to tell you, like maybe a few months ago, there was a little self-doubt. And so if you ask me how I'm feeling now, I feel so great because the doubt, you know, I'm sure like small things will come in, but for the last two months, maybe one thing has come in, you know, it's very, it's very minor. Right. Um, so I feel so seated in my true self and I feel the universe shows me, even in my struggles, the universe has shown me that what I have is enough. I love that because I think too, like it's so for people coming from, and, and I don't know if we talked about this last time we chatted, but even in my, I so resonate with what you're saying about how your old job, like lacked creativity and how you craved that, you know, and so much of these sort of corporate jobs are very mundane they can be very competitive, like you were saying. And, you know, my old job before I sort of decided similarly, like, no, like I'm not feeling, you know, aligned with this job. Um, I felt like this calling toward creativity and I felt so much fear around like, oh my God, I'm making a lot of money at this job. Here's this stable thing that I'm doing. 
here's this completely unknown. Nothing is, you know, sort of stable or certain. Like, yeah. I feel like I have to, exactly like you're saying, like, I feel like I need to trust and I need to honor that intuition and I need to sort of go for it and need to sort of leap into that unknown because it felt exactly, I can't remember if the word, oh, you said alive. You said you've never felt so alive. And I love that. And I also feel like, and this is sort of a way that I feel now as well is like aligned, like alive mm-hmm. and aligned. Like I feel that there's yeah, absolutely purpose, you know, like that is so in alignment with like who I am. You know what I mean? I think you it's so true. Align and alive. I like that. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and yeah. so now I know that as a result of this journey and everything you've been to, through, you've like put together this amazing program. And I'd love for you to kind of share about that because I think that what you've gone through, like you said, spanned over like seven, eight years, maybe even more. Yeah. And, you know, like people don't need to take seven, eight years. They can, you know, they can. They like, sure don't. Yeah. <laughs> so share. They sure don't. A little bit of and it's funny um, that you were you mentioned the word align because my program is called Align and Activate, and so you know, in starting my business as um, in the coaching world, I I definitely knew I wanted to start with women because I am female, um, but also because um, you know I understand I understand the space so much more, and I actually feel like I have capacity for men, and I feel that men. Um, there's a lot of male coaches too, but I, I definitely, it's been interesting in my journey. I've, I've met a lot of men who need advice and I've done really well with them. So I think in my future, I will have that, that capacity, which will be awesome. Mm-hmm. But um, for now it's with women. And so this program is really a four month program. So instead of eight years, four months, <laughs> but no, but no I, I think um, there's, you know, I, I just came from a, a, a four-day event and immersion with Tony Robbins in Singapore. And I will have to say, I'm mentioning that because it doesn't, we think it takes a long time, but it's really our decision of how long it can take. Mm-hmm. Because in that four-day, we had transformation just in those four days. So the curation of the prompting questions, the prompting activities that are given to you can really allow for change if you're willing to show up. If you're a person who's guarded, uh, you know, and and doesn't want to surrender into the possibility of transformation, it will be challenging and or ineffective, you know. But if you are an open-minded person looking to heal, looking to really make massive change, then the opportunities are endless, whether it's a four-day event or a four-month activity or a three-month activity. But absolutely. So, you know, coaching has been really pivotal for me because as much as I stepped in Bali and was like, oh my God, I know digital marketing. I can learn this. I, you know, I can do these things. I can motivate myself. That was my thing. And, um, you know, when you come from corporate or just from a team environment, the energy of the whole company motivates you, right? The, 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 the group motivates you. Community pushes you forward. The tribe at work. When you work by yourself, now, obviously, you get to a point where you do become pretty good at motivating yourself. But in the beginning, in the transition phase, and I think throughout the whole period is, is best, and everyone's a little different with this, but for the majority, you know, humans, we, we're prompted by a relationship by ourselves and relationship with humanity. And so we really do need um, support systems to support us through these transitions, especially when you're in new waters. And so for me, I think it was around April. I had come up with like what I wanted to do a little bit, but I needed structure. 
I needed a guide. And for a while I was looking at all these coaches and I was like, Oh, that's cool. I was like, I could do this by myself. I just, I have all the, the intel inside. And it's true. You do have all the magic inside of you. Um, but yeah, I just one day woke up, woke up frustrated and I said, that's it. I need, I need action. And I'm obviously not taking it at the speed I'd like. And so I just found a group coaching program where it was business and spiritual together. And I was like, oh my God, that's me. That's me. You know, I want to do the business, but I also want to attend to what's happening to this vessel, right? To this human life, to this mind. And so um, it was a coach out in Vancouver and I met 20, 25 other women in that group. And it was just really powerful. And it's not even about the content. It was about the energy that we brought to the table. Um, the content's important, absolutely, on a tactical level, but it's the psychology that you really need and, and um, it's that support that you really need, I believe. And so what I'm creating with my four-month mastermind is obviously the, the courses that will teach you the digital mechanics of how to launch an online business. So whether it's your website, whether it's your Instagram, whether it's just understanding how to show up authentically, you know, as a brand, whether you're a coach um, I'm not getting so much into products. I will, because I would like to have products too, but I'm focused more on service-based business. So I'm focusing on people who want to teach something that they know themselves, whether it's, you know, it doesn't matter what format it is, but something that's happened in your life that, that you're super connected to is usually a good indicator. Um, but part of the program is, alignment in the first month. And that includes a lot of mindset work that includes a lot of clarity work. So I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do when I came to Bali, you know, I found out through my time here. And so I understand that I'm going to invite people that also might not be super clear, but might have a sprinkle of things. And so we'll do a set of activities that will allow you to really bring that out. And then from there, um, the second month is called authority. So authority, interesting word that I cho chose there, but it's like authority of yourself. So instead of using the word confidence, I wanted to use, you know, really stepping into your power, stepping into that, what you're about to teach is something that you feel you're an expert in, you know, you're an expert in not because you need credentials. There's so many limiting beliefs around I need to get a certification. I need to get this. Now, obviously, if you need to be certified because of legal reasons, I get it. But other than that, you really need to honor your inner knowing, right? Your inner power, your inner intellect, things that you were born with, um, your gifts at large. And I think that month is really about that. And so all, although I'm, I'm talking about mindset stuff, according to every or shifting your mindset, according as much as I'm going to put about 30% of that into the program. The rest of the program is definitely um, marrying it with an activity or a few activities that you should do on digital that will also support that mindset. Um, so it's kind of challenging. And that's, supposed, that's a po the point of coaching, right? Is to challenge you to, to step more into your vision. So um, the third month is called, so it's Align Authority activate. So activating is more of kind of the launching of it, right? So let's launch a presence, whatever that means. It could be a live, it could be a webinar, it could be an Instagram account. Like let's, let's actually be in the shoes of the space, right? And then um, the last month and, and in that month is really about 
a little bit more about selling and marketing and not not fearing selling, right? But right. selling from selling from a point of uh, selling from an inspirational standpoint, leading by example, people wanting to emulate you or be in your energy. That to me is selling. That is leadership. And then the fifth one, I mean, the fourth one is freedom. And, you know, I just freedom because freedom because you feel a transformation. Freedom because either you chose a lifestyle that, that you created. Um, freedom because you either have more money in your bank account while you're still doing your nine to five. I'm so cognizant that not everyone's going to have the journey that I had, that you might have a family, that you might have commitments, that you still want to have your nine to five while you're creating this mm-hmm business and you feel safe in the transition and that's totally fine as well so many people do that um so that's the last month is freedom to just kind of to to dwell into this or not dwell to to reap the benefits of this bliss and just to be so proud of what you've created and the shifts that you've you know how you've transformed because for me even though the end result is a business i i was going to just do transformational coaching but I felt like there needed to be a tangible asset, mainly because I was looking at my life and I was like, Jen, what are you stepping into? On top of stepping more into your truth, you're stepping into the world of an online business to, and you're stepping into the world of being an entrepreneur. And to me, stepping into the world of an entrepreneur coming from nine to five is literally doing the opposite of whatever you were taught before. You know, like literally, at least for me, it's been this, this, taking down these walls of all these limitations that kept you stuck, right? From money beliefs, from your parents, your relationship with others um, and your peers. And it's just a transformation. So I've used it as a utility to really step into my power. And so I think that's what it's going to do for my girls. So I'm so excited. So my program starts in the fall. um, I already have two people signed up. Um, I have eight seats left available. I am super stoked. Um, Even though I'm in Bali, most of my people are actually coming from North America. I'm open to, you know, everyone in global, but it just happens to be my followership right now is more in North America. But I'm super excited to just really guide people and and hold space for them because that's really the magic, as you know, is holding space for those times when it gets tough um, to, to walk through these things. And I'm so blessed to be part of this to be honest oh god yeah I totally resonate with what you're saying about like needing a coach like I feel like again similar journey like we think we can do and again like you said it's not that you can't do these things on your own it's that like if you do it on your own it might take you eight years you know or right whether you know whether it's a business whether it's your diet your lifestyle whatever your goal is you know you're right we have it within us but we we're inherently like, I want to say like lazy, but <laughs> we inherently, we do need an external motivator and an external sort of push to get us to actually do the things we do. Because like, you've probably learned this as well. Like transformation comes from the doing. Like it's absolutely, the, you know, that's where the confidence is built. Yes. It's in the doing, yeah. the acting. Right. And I feel too, same with like yoga. It's like, you don't practice yoga. Reading a book on yoga is great. You're going to get all this information. You have to actually do the work. You have to do the practices, you know, and having yeah, like, totally. the, you know, having to feature someone to keep you accountable is like so, so important. hundred percent. Yeah. I think people would be like, it's, I would sit here with some entrepreneurs in the beginning of my journey. And I was like, what's your advice to me? And all they would say, literally three people that I sat with, they were like, two words, get started. Right. And I was like, ew. I was like, I wanted like more tangible things. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> but I get it. I get it now why they're saying that. 
there's no right or wrong way. Just make the first, you know, step, make the first, make the, the big moves because in making these big moves, the universe source, wherever you want to call it, starts to pave the way. And when it starts to pave the way, you know, your intuition, your alignment starts to support that journey. You know, it's, you just, you're guided. I feel like it's true. You're guided. You start seeing everything as a blessing. You're like, oh my God, I asked for abundance. It didn't come in money. It come, it came in an upgrade from first floor to second floor apartment. You know, that's what <laughs> happened to me. Yeah. I was super excited. I have a balcony now. Yes. You yeah. know, like that's exactly it. Like I was asking for abundance, you know, in so many different ways and whether it's a mantra and things like that. And I had two girlfriends decide they were coming to visit me for my birthday and they have been amazing dolls like taking me to everything every day I haven't had to spend a dollar anywhere and it's just like I was so much in gratitude and gratefulness because um, part of this journey has been for me um, receiving you know Uh, the ability to receive from others I've always been a giver and the receiving has been a huge lesson for me for sure I totally resonate with that. And then I totally resonate with what you're saying about getting started. Like something I'll tell people as well, like people who've been following me for a while, like it's like taking imperfect action. Like just start with something. And if it kind of sucks a little bit, the first thing you do is going to be like, not that great. Like it's fine. The first thing I ever did, I'm not like embarrassed about it, but my first program ever was called get plant powered. And I was like, I'm going to teach everyone to go vegan. And like at the time I was like, Oh, and it's evolved. You know what I mean? It's evolved into like Yogi feel. And even my beliefs, it's a constant evolution. Like the same way that we as people are like evolving, like your business will evolve, you know, like, and very take it will evolve. And you just have to start with this one thing. If it isn't this, you know, like multi, you know, million dollar empire, like you start small, you start with a workshop with an Instagram page with whatever it is. And you just, you get someone like for me as well, if I didn't have a mentor, I would never have even started anything. I would have been in fear. Exactly. I would have been in, you know, oh, this has to be perfect. My mentor was literally like, Mel, pick something and do it. Anything. I don't care. Do it. You need to get in action. And so like, if someone can have someone like you who from like a place of love is like, listen, this is your ego giving you resistance. Like you just need to step into whatever it is, you know, and these are different techniques that you can apply, you know, and you have to choose what works for you. But yeah, absolutely. I think, um, coming from that four day immersion as well, like there's, if you look at history, if you read books, if you read any CEO or anybody who's done magnificent things, they've had advisors, they've had a tribe, you know, any people who have, you know, I know this is more speaking about like, um, anybody of wealth or anybody of, of, of real big, they didn't get there by themselves, you know, um, they had advisors, whether it was spiritual or business. And, you know, that's another part of me, I guess, because I am a minority, but just in general, uh, this would apply all races. Um, but feeling that coaching is only for a certain income bracket, or you know, I know executive coaching was something that I had in corporate, and that's really expensive, and that's what I knew coaching to be. But we're in an era now that coaching is accessible for everyone. You know, you can find a like-minded person, someone that I think that you vibe with is so important. You know, much like your yoga teacher, you have to feel a connection either in their writing, in their words, in their videos, whatever, in their experience. And that will allow you to find the right person that you're here with. And there's so many great coaches out there. And 
I'm all about spreading the wealth because it doesn't mean that, you know, the person working with Mel is going to work with me. You know, it could be just so many different things. And um, I just think anyone at any age, I've been in programs, people are 21, 18. So it doesn't matter their age are getting coaches. And it's, it's lovely to see because the leaps that you're able to achieve at that age or even, you know, my age older, but still like, I love that. I see people here at 21, 22, leave it, living in bliss, living in freedom, living in creating, um, deciding I want to do just jewelry and just like, don't know a lick about jewelry, you know, but sit and like figure it out. Or like, I love crystals. I'm going to do this, you know? And so it's, it's a beautiful thing. And I think, um, we just need to empower everyone. It doesn't matter how silly it looks to someone. It's someone's dream. It's someone's connection. Do it because you can, you know? I love that. I think that's a perfect way to like end things off. That was like a beautiful sentiment. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> where, where can people go to find you and learn more about you and learn more about your program? Totally. So my brand is She Vibes High. So um, you can look at me up on Instagram at She Vibes High. And um, also at SheVibesHigh.com, you can go there. Those are my two spaces right now. And yeah, you can find content there, information about my program. And you could also DM me on Instagram if you're interested in the program. Definitely let me know if you found me through Yogi Fuel and I'll have a special discount and things of that nature. But yeah, all it takes is just to get on a phone call and let's talk about what you want to do and and we could take it from there. Amazing. Okay. Well, thanks Yay. for that. I'll put all of that stuff in the show notes so people can find you for ease of Perfect. people. And yeah. Thank you so much, Mo. This was great. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed that episode as much as I did. As always, if you enjoyed the podcast, I would love so much if you would share it with your friends on Instagram, on Facebook, if you wanted to give us a like or a review over on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast, that would also be greatly appreciated. And if you loved hearing Jen, my guest, do go and give her a follow on Instagram at SheVibesHigh. Check out her program. It's amazing. She's amazing. And if you want to be featured on the podcast or you have suggestions for someone that you would like for me to interview on the podcast, please do send them my way. You can send me an email to hello at melissasing.com or shoot me a DM over on Instagram at Yogi Fuel. And if you want to be updated on when the latest Yogi Fuel podcasts are coming out, then you should hit the subscribe button on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast so that they'll be downloaded to your phone as soon as they come out. All right. That's all I got for you this week. Um, I hope you have a wonderful week and I'll see you next time. Bye.